So to uh, clarify and conclude what we started learning last night, learning the whole week and we'll continue in the coming weeks uh, getting into, into uh, more and more depth and practical examples. So we talked about how, what the ratio is. So let's see if you're, if, you're, if you're holding, if you are following the material. If you have one man and two women, is that yichud? Yes. 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 If you have two men and one woman, is that yichud? No. No. Okay. Except... What are the exceptions? Uh, At night or traveling. Okay, that's what we clarified. Now, let's define what nighttime is. So let's say, for example, you have a high school girl. A very common case. And she's babysitting, um, if you can get a hold of one. She's babysitting for uh, a 12-year-old boy and a 9-year-old boy. Okay, is that okay? Yes. Mm, Yeah, it's okay until it gets to nighttime. Right? So once it's nighttime, then you need a third child there or somebody else or some situation that makes the situation some way in which the situation becomes better. A third person or something else. So, I'm sorry? With a, yeah. Yeah, boy, boys above the age of nine. That's why I picked nine and 12 conveniently. So um, you have to fix that situation. But what is nighttime? I mean, uh, I, I go to sleep late. Uh, other people go to sleep early. What's called nighttime? Is it, I mean, is it nighttime now or we're approaching or just past Shkia? Is that night? Is it Seis? In Halacha, there are many different ways of considering what's called night. You have Shkia and you have Seis and you have Chatzos. And what, what is nighttime? So understanding the underlying reasoning behind the Halacha is what helps us understand what nighttime is. It's one of the many times in which education is very useful. If you, if you, we said yesterday, the reason why you need a third person at night is because one of the people there, one of the two who are there, right? You have two men, might fall asleep. So nighttime would be governed by falling asleep, the time that people go to sleep. And specifically, according to some posts, you need to look at the people in the equation. Some say look at the general way in which the city operates. Others say, and I think this makes a lot of sense, you look at the people in the equation. The people in the equation are, are late night people, and they're not going to go to sleep anytime soon. They all go to sleep at 11, 12 o'clock. So you have until 11, 12 o'clock. If you have a nine-year-old boy, and he goes to sleep, or should go to sleep, at, I don't know, 8 o'clock. So then 8 o'clock becomes nighttime in that situation. And the next situation, the next house, we have all adults, nighttime gets extended to much later. So that's a, that's a fascinating thing. Well, Vyashev actually has a cooler here where he says, uh, if you have a guest who's visiting, not, not sleeping in your house, uh, might actually apply in the case I'm talking about, I have to think it through, but if you have a guest who's visiting, one of the people who are in the equation, and they're not, they're not going to sleep here. They came from out of town, they don't live here, um, or they do live in town, but they don't sleep in your house, and they're going to go somewhere else. They're not going to sleep in this house. They don't have a bed. They're not planning on sleeping here. They're going to go home. Then you have, for as long as that person is staying there, it's still considered to be daytime for that person at least. So, and that helps the situation in, in general, as long as they don't fall asleep. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, that's just us speaking out some of the scenarios. We'll get to some more details next week. Feel free to ask me questions throughout the week, and I'll try to... I'll try to, uh, to, to incorporate them in this lot. Let me just finish a thought for sh- one last thing for Shabbos. Uh, the Gemara says, Kol hayoshev ve'eno over avera, nostim lo schar ki'ilu ki'a mitzvah. Something like that. It's Gemara Makos. Somebody who is, sits and doesn't do an avera, just sits, just is there, not like the mitzvah you're doing now of Talmud Torah, just sits there, he gets rewarded as if he does an avera. And I'm sorry, as if he does a mitzvah, yeah. As if he does a, uh, uh, as if he performs a mitzvah. And it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity to think about it, that keeping 
keeping Hilchas Yichud, for example, just avoiding these situations is not just avoiding the negative, but it brings upon us a tremendous positive, similar to, to Shabbos. Shabbos, um, the halachas of Shabbos are all about what you're not allowed to do, what you're not supposed to do, but ultimately the purpose is to create um, from what you're not allowed to do, create a situation of tremendous kedusha that brings you into the way you are supposed to be. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Rabbi Hanan, when the says,